Breaking news flash. Our church is divided. But that's a dog bites man news story if ever there was one. Listen to St. Paul the Apostle writing in the decade of the 50s AD. Now I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you be in agreement and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same purpose. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there are quarrels among you, my brothers and sisters. And it looks like there were not just two factions in Corinth. Paul wrote, what I mean is that each of you says, I belong to Paul, or I belong to Apollos, or I belong to Cephas, or I belong to Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 10 to 12. And wouldn't you like to just punch that last character in the face? So what to do about divisions? Paul appeals for unity. Stop it. He develops a little analogy here. The division of the church is like dividing Christ, and Christ cannot be divided. Later, in chapters 12 and 14 of this letter, he will develop this analogy into a rich understanding of the church as the body of Christ that needs the diversity of its parts, just as a body needs the diversity of its parts. Let me offer you another piece of ancient wisdom about unity that comes, in this case, from the ancient Greek lawgiver Solon. One of Solon's laws went like this, quote, If because of strife and disagreement, civil dissension shall ensue and a division of the people into two parties, and if for that reason each side led by their angry feelings shall take up arms and fight, then if anyone shall not ally himself with one or the other faction, let him be deprived of his home, his country, and all his property, and be an exile and an outlaw. End of quotation. Could this be just? Didn't the hotheads cause the division? Why should the nice people in the middle who refuse to engage in the conflict be the ones deprived of home, country, and property and sent into exile as outlaws? But think about it. The reasonable people in the middle should have stuck it out and calmed down the hotheads. But because of their cowardice, they weren't around to bring calm and reason, and so everybody got war to the detriment of all. You may be one of the hotheads on one extreme or another, but I tend to be one of those people in the middle. We think of ourselves as the nice people. And the story about Solon challenges me to think about whether I'm shirking my duty. If we shut up, the hotheads will have their day, as they seem to be having now in the church as well as in our country. So I want to challenge you to stick with it. Stick with your convictions in the church Let them be known even as you listen to others. It's not easy being a community, but it's worth it. It's worth sticking it out. Sisters and brothers, Christ is not divided. When we come to the table of the Lord, we come to celebrate that in this moment, by God's grace, we are one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world. Amen. If you want to listen a little further, here are the Perkins School of Theology Seminary Singers performing the Curie from my own Holy Mystery Eucharistic settings, a Byzantine-style setting of the United Methodist responses in the service of Word and Table 1, 2, and 3. The text is Curie Laison, Lord have mercy upon us.
Christe eleison, Christ have mercy upon us. Kyrie eleison, Lord have mercy upon us. Amen.